Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Oh my goodness! Ta-da! <laughs> hello oh, world, hello friends. friends! Oh my goodness, we are live, we are live, we are live. Hello. Looks like we have one bar though, Does that, is that true or? I have five on my side. Okay, maybe it's me again. How can that be? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't know, but we are here. I can see you and you can see me and we can hear each other. And I see people joining us, which is wonderful. Hello, everyone. Oh my goodness. Well, for those of you who who tried to join us last week, you experienced the, um, the downfall of technology. And I actually, uh, I was feeling really frustrated about the, just the, uh, 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 where I was. And then I went on and I went into my speaker group before I unplugged and like 10 other people had trouble getting on uh, Facebook live that day. And so it was like, all right, you know, the universe and God and all of all of the, the deciders of things decided there shall be no Facebook lives. So we have two affirmations to talk about and we have two weeks worth of fun stuff to talk about. That means we need to breathe, Molly. What do you say? <laughs> I love it. And, you know, right now, because of all of this stuff right now, it does, um, you know, we had our we have our full moon energy still in play from our, our pink full moon, super moon. And, you know, I do think there's just a bit of chaos going on. Um, and so the way that we're going to breathe through that is through our Nadi Shodana, our alternate nostril breathing <gasps> which is for balance. So for those of you who have not done this, we're going to take what's called a Vishnu Mudra. So um, we're the peace fingers go down. And so we're going to be plugging the right nostril with our thumb and then using our ring finger to plug the left nostril alternate, alternating this. So for women, we're gonna take our thumb, we're gonna close our right nostril and breathe in our left. And for men, you're gonna do the opposite. You're gonna use, start with your ring finger and closing. Um, so again, just left on the women, right on the male to start. So. Let's take our Vishnu Mudra, thumb connecting onto that right. Let's find that tall lifted spine first. And breathing in through the left nostril. Plugging and holding with the ring finger on the nose. Both are plugged. Release the thumb. Exhale completely and slowly and softly. Big inhale, breathing up through the, the right. Thumb connects. Hold the nose for just a moment. 
left nostril blowing, exhaling fully, completely, and slowly. Inhale left. Hold and close. Exhale right. Inhale right. Close and hold. And exhale completely and softly through the left. And we're balancing here our masculine and our feminine energies. Yes. Our nadis, our inga, and our pingala, and all of these. It's not like you just said our nadis. Our N A D I S, <laughs> nadis. <laughs> our nadis. It is after hours, after all. Oh, that's so funny. I was like, woo, which nadis? <laughs> it doesn't take me long. You're like tapping into my Scorpio self. So, I know. Um, yeah. I know. It's so good. I had a, a roommate when I was in my early 20s who was a Scorpio. We used to have lots of fun. The Scorpio Leo energy. <laughs> yeah. uh, hi, Carrie. What are you know drinking tonight? Things. I'm are actually drinking tea. You... No, yeah, I'm drinking too. tea um, specifically because Aww. I'm so very excited. I have my first shot on Thursday. And I, I'm super excited to have that done. And everything that I read was like, like, just chill out on the boozy before and after you know, like give your body the the best opportunity to, you know, have the, the strongest immune uh, response to it. So I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking love tea. Oh, I was trying to do love tea tonight too. That's so funny. Um, but I didn't have enough of it. I'm drinking, I don't know if you can see this. It's a cherry citrus. Um, the color is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Um, this is a blend that has not made it into one of my tea blends, but it's something that I have um, filed as a strong possibility. So mm. um, I like the yeah, sound the color, of it. What's in it? It is uh, cherry blossoms, um, hibiscus, um, and orange peel. Mm. Three yeah. things I love. Mm -hmm. And it's got that like amazing your, color. Yeah, this is totally like your color. Actually, I'm bringing this in honor of you. So. <laughs> So cherry blossom, so that it's, it's actually like perfectly spring too, because all of our cherry blossoms, I don't know what they're doing out there, but they are it's my favorite time of year to go on walks because it's like when, the, when there's like just even the slightest amount of wind, those little pink petals come flying through and I like find them in my hair when I get home from the walks. I love it. It's like pink okay. snow. <laughs> I love, I know that's how, um, you know, it's warming here. So um been back outside doing my meditations and, you know, just sitting there and mm. the same things, watching all of the trees just drop the seeds and, you know, been working this year a lot with the the wisdom of the acorn, you know, and huh. the, yeah, the, um, the acorn, what it's really beautiful is that, and this is just exactly an appropriate metaphor for the work that I'm doing right now is that it, requires nothing to become the oak itself it just is the oak is already imprinted in the seed yes so it's about just becoming and what's really interesting is that not every acorn becomes the oak right yes it does need the right conditions mm. but the acorn doesn't determine the conditions right that's the trust that things will unfold as they should oh i love that well yeah. and, and i um, I think I shared with you the, it's like a Christmas song. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think of the name of the band. I, it's totally like flown right out of my head, but they are like a contemporary Christian band, like mm -hmm. part of a, part of one of the mega churches out there. 
Uh, anyways, it's called The Seasons. And I think I shared it with you this year because there's this part in it where it talks about how, you know, even when the acorn is buried under the snow, it's still, it's still there and it still grows and, and does its thing in the, when it has the right conditions, like you're saying. And so I feel like this, uh, there's so many beautiful metaphors and analogies that we've shared over the last year on Spill the Tea that are so related to nature. And you have so many of those sewn into your book, <laughs> which is, yeah, uh, you, you know, I think, I, I, and I'm so excited for the world to, to get a chance to see it all in one place right to to read about being intentional in our business and and you know connecting the dots between what we're doing in our for our livelihoods and what we're doing um, on the planet right and so seeing it yeah. and i know that it's enriched even how i take my walks right like i've always been an avid photographer when i walk and that you know all the different lenses and all the different angles and a shadow shot this, you know, today I'm taking shadow shots and tomorrow I'm taking reflection shots. And like, mm, I play I the photographer's that. game. Uh, but now I think that there's even a different layer after a year of conversations together, right? Like mm. looking at, um, so there's a couple of different kinds of alder trees here. Mm. And one is the red alder. And I, know that because one of the walks we go on, it has those little signs on the trees, which I love. Oh, I love that. Yes. I love I so that. Thank you for that. I know. Right. I'm like, I want to be that little old lady that does that and like oh, totally too, delights yeah. future, uh, like, and like puts the like little fairy, like doors on some of the yes. trees. I do that. I do carry little fairies in my pockets and put oh. them like in little, like the little tree holes and stuff. Um, of course you do. Because I, I just, I mean, hello. Right. We had Tom yeah. Thumb living in uh, a pipe in our backyard when we were kids. My yeah. parents, my mom, I'm sure, is the one that told us the story from the beginning. But just as a kid, we'd run to the back and see, like, can we see Tom Thumb? Can we see Tom Thumb? You know, in the pipe. Like, we really believed that there was Tom Thumb in there. So um, maybe he was in there. Maybe he was. I mean, regardless, he was here. He was here in my mind's eye. What's the uh, difference, right? What's the difference? Exactly. And, and so I love the... Uh, I love that this season, uh, I'm even seeing things different than I saw last year, because if you recall, uh, last year, a little, you know, about a month ago, starting, so this is 13 months now, I started walking nearly every single day. And so mm -hmm. I saw the stages and phases of things mm -hmm. so much more. And this year, I, I'll have to um, share the photo after the show in the stream, but I found this one little, like, bud and when I normally think of buds, I think of like a flower's about to pop out, but I'm looking at it closer and it's like 10 or 11 leaves are about to burst mm. out of this mm. little like collection inside this little tight little pod. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever seen like this stage of a leaf before. <laughs> but it's a baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a baby. The, the leaves before they're all velvet. Like I can touch, I do like to touch the velvety leaves. But this is like <laughs> before you can even touch the leaves because they're all come back. So I think mm. it's, you know, one of the, again, again, one of the divine gifts from this last 13 months is all of the magical nature that I've seen that I was always so... <sighs> rapidly running by. I know. I love it. Yeah. I, that's how I feel with my farm. I, you know, 
I've been contemplating whether or not I should move because it's a lot of work, you know, and my internet is so bad, although we are getting fiber. Um, I know, gosh, then I can be home instead of in the office. But the, um, yeah, I think like there's a part of me that's like, is it time to pass it to somebody else? Because I blossomed there because you reconnect with the land and, um, you know, it's harder to do that in other places, you know? So, mm. but again, walks are a wonderful place to do that. You're, you're seeing the same thing and you get the transformation element of it, Yeah. you know, and that transformation, I think is just, you know, a really, really important reminder because everything is in motion, whether we know we real we remember that or not. <laughs> so when things are hard, it's still in motion. Yes. And um, I was talking to Lori Davis today and she said it so beautifully. I wish I could say how she said it, but I don't remember, but it was, she said it perfectly about just, yeah, it, it's changing always, but it's, it's wonderful to bear witness to it. So, well, I do believe, so I, I was talking with Kendall Young today. Oh, she I said to say hello. Oh yes, exactly. Yes. Well, and the two of us, we're like, you know, it's the the random flyby Facebook where you're like, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. Let's get together. Yeah. <laughs> right in the comments somewhere. Um, she does say to say hello. She looks forward to connecting with you again. Uh, but there, we were talk. We were also talking about the how this is actually also in how we've engaged in social media over the last thirteen months right? Like how we, um, who we were two years ago on social media isn't who we are today. I mean, really, if you, you could probably go back like four and a half years, right? To the, the yeah. to the last, um, 2016 and, and everything around the election, but, about, um, and so we're talking about this and we're, we're celebrating the fact that we are, we are part of the, the, human race that actually likes to change. <laughs> like there are so many, uh, so many humans that really fight it. Like they, they don't want, they don't like change. They don't want change. They don't know what to expect. And so they want it, things to stay the same when to your point earlier, right? Everything's we're always in perpetual motion. We, whether it was, so fighting, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it, it, you do you, right? Like you, you, you choose to fight it. That's your choice. Uh, but how exciting it is. Like she was sharing about, you know, everything that happened with uh, her brokerage and shifting. And she's like got this whole, like she's doing these um, pop-up ADU units. Oh, like okay. this, you would really like, you dig it. I was like, this dig. Oh, she got me to say dig. Um, <laughs> she's in your brain. Yeah. Um, and that she's, you know, she's taken the things that she loved when she had agents in her brokerage. And now that she's releasing that part of her life, she doesn't want that everything that comes along with that. And she's like, you know, I really love talking with my agents about this. So I'm going to do some consulting here. And, oh. and she's designing her life with intention mm -hmm. and, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, right? Like I'm designing my life with intention. You're designing your life with intention. And simply because it's what we did yesterday, it doesn't mean it's what we have to do tomorrow. And there's so much beauty in that freedom of really not feeling um, shackled. Yes. And I um, have a very um, low tolerance 
for any shackling. So it's <laughs> it tell us any shackling. <laughs> it makes me a very um interesting. Person. I'm imagining the um the uh, a set of shackles and the big red circle and the big line through it. Yeah. No, <laughs> no shackling, Molly. <laughs> well, you know what? Gosh, it's so funny. It makes me think of a story. And I know we need to dip into the our, um, affirmation, but, um, you know, when recently, um, a couple of years ago, my sister and I sort of um, separately but came together, um, we did our DNA. And she's doing like the true research on the internet and going deep and, you know, doing all the research and stuff. And I'm doing the swab, right? And got the kit with all of the details. Yes. And then we compared notes and they actually totally aligned. We were 99% Celtic. <laughs> and you're like, and that's where uh, efficiency and effectiveness meet. <laughs> it is, right? So and it was funny because we both started doing this at the same time. And then we were kind of met at the same middle, which was perfect. But one of the cool stories she found about my family was a woman in our line. Her name was Provided Gaskell, who is Gaskell's our maiden name. And she was the first um, uh, middle-class white woman who was sold into slavery. And nobody wanted to touch her because she was an untouchable. And so there's all of these poems and for over a debt. She was sold into slavery over a, a family debt. But there's poems, poems and songs about Provided Southwick um, is really the name. Uh, her married name is Gaskell. Provided Southwick. Um, and if you search that, it's really cool. Mm. And that is an ancestor. And so I'm wondering if like part of my need for freedom and flight and I have all these like symbols of wings and, you know, is somehow connected to that DNA of feeling shackled and Certainly. Well, I don't know. Did I, have I shared with you? So I started listening. So I started listening to One Mind. Okay. It's heavy. That's a heavy book. I don't, I, you obviously read it. No, uh, I audible. Oh, did you audible it? Okay. Yeah. You did not prepare me for the dude voice. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. The, um, content's good. the content is good. It is so amazing to me how... Mm, how different it is <laughs> to listen to a man read a book. I'm like speeding it up so that it's like the, the tone is a little higher because it feels a little like this. Um, so I'm listening to a chapter of that. And then I'm listening to a chapter of this book called You Are a Goddess. Oh, I have that in my queue. And I love this one. You are going to love this woman's voice. Okay. It's so good. It's it's very, well, I'm not even going to tell you what it's like. It's just really good. Like, I really love listening to her. Um, I only listen to that on 1.2 speed. So you know that I actually like the sound of her voice, right? Um, <clears throat> she she actually talks about something that is, is kind of in this, right? That we're, that, that there's this fight internally that we're like trying to get away from who we actually are when if we would simply understand who we are, it would be so much more pleasurable. Oh, that is a thousand and fifty thousand million times infinity my work right now. Right. And, and embrace and self-love who I actually am, not right. who I have been trained to be. Yeah. Right. And and that training comes from ourselves. It comes mm -hmm. from our partners. It comes from our parents. It comes from our siblings. It comes from everybody around everything. us. Um, and it kind of hooks onto the other book that I'm so excited. Tomorrow, you have a credit on Audible so you can get I more than a body. <laughs> 
I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe you remember my credit availability dates. <laughs> that is how much I am so excited for you to read this book or listen to this yes. book because yes. there is this, there, I have like my work on my relationship with this divine vessel that allows me to experience being human, AKA my body, mm -hmm. uh, it has like catapulted because okay. of this yeah. book. Tomorrow I get to download it. It's so good. And you know, the, 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 the thing that like red threads, the books together is that there is this element in more than a body that talks about how in particular women, but it also, especially for more recent generations of boys, like the under say 25 year old dudes have more pressure on what their bodies look like than previous generations. But the bulk of the books focuses on women and, and how we have so been taught that our body is an ornament. It's an ornament that we observe and that others observe and that we actually have two selves. We have the self that is actually doing the walking and then the self that is not only judging what we look like from our own mind's eye to thinking about what everyone else is thinking about when we're walking by. Hmm. And so we actually have a split self. That and, makes all kinds of sense. Oh my it, God. It, like, it the spiritual text too. Oh my, right? oh, like, and so I have been doing this thing. And so you're going to read this book. And so I, I, if you decide to do this, I am, I would be so tickled because I want to know if, if this is just me, <laughs> because one of the things that she said, and she didn't give it as a, a you got to do this, you have to try it. But it was, I'm trusting my intuition, which is going to connect us to this affirmation that what, when I'm doing, um, when I'm walking, I tug at my clothes a lot. I always tug, I guess. Yeah. And, and I'm tugging. And so I I've been sitting in the chaos of the tug for the last month, like noticing when I'm tugging, hmm. I'm tugging when a car's coming my way, when a car's coming behind me, when there's somebody walking this way, when there's somebody walking, I'm not tugging when it's me. I'm tugging hmm. when there's someone else that's getting close enough to observe me. Interesting. It is heart-wrenching work. And I've, the last two weeks, I've had a no-tug zone. What do you wear? my mittens? walks. Huh? What do you put mittens on? <laughs> no mittens. But, but the, they're, I've, I've been paying attention to the clothes I wear. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, I know when I wear that jacket. Yeah. I tug. So I'm getting rid of that jacket. Hmm. Um, I have a couple, even some of my yoga tops, like the super soft, silky kind of flowy, even like when I walk, they ride. Yeah. Like, you know, all of a sudden my, the shirt that's supposed to be here is like over on both sides of the boob, you know? Huh. And you're like, uh, yeah, no, that's not what I'm you looking got for. A little something happening over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's not those, that's not for walking. Yeah. And so, um, I'm really paying attention to where I'm doing that, right? And and the the affirmations in the last couple of weeks have really been about focus and intuition and and really truly paying attention to the actions we're taking. And I'm like, what is going on? 
I, I clearly have lots of lessons to learn about this. I'm hearing about it in the goddess book. I'm hearing about it in the one mind book. I'm hearing about it in the more than body book. I'm hearing about it. <laughs> and I'm hearing about it in these affirmations. And mm -hmm. to your point, and that's why I'm so thrilled that we are on this path together, Molly. Like this is work that is, it's not fun. No, it's not. It's hard work. It, it is hard work. Although I have to say it really is freeing. I'm yes. like, oh my gosh. Like I actually wore a Frankie out in public the other day. Like I don't normally like I I'm so in my head. Like I'm taking a walk in my neighborhood. I don't wear Frankies. I'm done with that. I'm wearing the Frankies on my walks. Yes. You know, like I'm done with worrying about how being in the proper clothes. Like, oh wait, I can't wait for us to rock our Frankies together. <laughs> well, and there, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping that, that, uh, you know, the, the woman or the man, whomever you are, whatever gender you identify with, if like you have been tugging at your clothes, if you have been like just stifled in your own self-talk, like just have some fun with yourself, have a no tug zone walk. Like it is so amazing. And I, you know, not one person was like, Oh my God, lady, like your shirt's riding up. <laughs> Not one person said that to me. No, I know. That's, that's <laughs> the truth, right? Like what, what am I thinking is going to happen? Like, and if they do, it's just a great weeding out of uh, a culling of the, you know, the wheat versus the chafe anyway. So it's <laughs> there we go. Self -ID, bring, it right, you know? bring it right back to nature. I love it. Oh my God. Self-ID. Okay. Shh, shh. <laughs> well, you um, know, um, I'd love to, dig in. So a couple of weeks ago, we had a really beautiful conversation about everything that was happening, um, not only in Minneapolis with the, um, the murderer of mm -hmm. George Floyd, because we will not say his, his name, mm -hmm. uh, and the two other like, um, police officer mishaps, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, come on, not mishaps. I'm saying that sarcastically. So please, you know, don't at me. <laughs> don't at me, listeners. I'm not actually saying that they were mishaps. Um, and that how this there's this energy that separates us when these experiences happen, when these murders are happening, when these um, assaults are happening. It's actually dividing us. And we have the choice to take a deep breath, to... Um, and to not allow it to divide us, but allow us to find a way to get closer to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the, the affirmation last week was, I will focus on divine possibilities, trust my intuition, and be audaciously brave in the pursuit of my dreams. And I, I looked at that and I thought, you know, you could say, you could take the word dreams out and say, be audaciously brave in the pursuit of my purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, you were so passionate, Molly, when you were like, I, you were like, I don't know if I'm using the right words, but there's this thing, right? This, this opportunity that we were consistently missing because it we're staying in like the rage and the fury and not finding our way into, um, locking arms and, you know, uh, us, I think it was something around like us maybe literally or not, um, you know, like singing the hymns. Right, like raising the vibration. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to dig into that. I know, and I kept dreaming about that of just the women coming together and literally locking arms and and singing. Right, mm. um, 
that's what singing is. One of the reasons why singing is such a, a healing and probably the reason why it's in church is one is you're all sort of harmonizing your vibrations, right? Yes. So you're tuning, Hopefully. You're literally <laughs> tuning into each other. Yes. You know, and the power of that sound, mm. you know, and I've been working a lot with sound vibration. I got a steel tongue drum and it's, um, a tool, uh, that's, it has, I think roots in like Asian, um, spiritual tradition, but you don't, you just kind of play by in, intuiting it. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's super lovely, you know, to be able to have that as a, um, as a tool. So a steel tongue drum Yes. If you are not musically inclined and don't read music, it's a way to, um, <laughs> I yes, love that. That's, yeah, that's neat, right? Well, so Drew's a drummer. I don't know if you know that. Did you know that he's a drummer? Uh, like a like a regular drummer, or like, like a jump play. He he will he plays whatever. He plays a steering wheel in the car. Um, I love that. He definitely has he has electric drums and he has a beautiful. He I don't can't remember the name of it. Oh my gosh! If he's watching, he's going to be like, I can't believe you can't remember. Um, but he he brings that kind of rhythm in to every room he enters. And that. so there's always Remy. And when we were first dating, he used to play the drums to the, um, to the cadence of the blinker, like the signal. Oh yeah. I actually do that too. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. I love it when it like it, I think it's syncopation, like that, just that yeah. feeling, right. The, the feeling of the flow, um, yeah. versus kind of like the crazy chaotic, like really loud drumming. I really love that. And so, yeah. um, that's beautiful. I love that. Well, and in, in your, the vision that you planted in, well, it, certainly for me, and I'm sure any, you know, everybody who watched it, this beautiful, um, this beautiful reminder that like, there are options when we feel fear, there are options in yeah. what the, the next step we take, right? And the next words we use. And I think that's the part where um, it's the, we don't want to skip over justice. Justice needs to be served. But we, we also need to start kind of almost, it's like the first couple stitches when you're sewing, right? To kind of stabilize everything. You, you need, we need some stabilization. And so yeah. how do those of us who are not being directly impacted, right? Who maybe don't live in those cities, who, um, who don't, who aren't raising brown or black children, right? Those of us who have more mind space for um, starting to create a space for healing for when we get there. Mm -hmm. That's, um, I love that dream. I love that vision. I love that yeah. idea of like us taking action towards that. And the, the, the line inside the affirmation that the trust your intuition, like I'm going to trust my intuition. I did a lot of reading on that. Um, the last couple of weeks about the difference between fear, like how we feel, um, when fear is talking to us, and how we yes. feel when our intuition is talking to us and how yeah. there's like a split second where there is always separation between the two, right? Yes. Like the neutral message of the intuition coming in and it might be like, yeah, don't go down that alley. Yeah. 
And, and so fear can set in and go, like, like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm going to get attacked if I go down that, like, and, and our job in, in our bodies is to feel the difference, right? Like, is there, is there truth in that fear? Yes. Going down a dark alley by yourself at night is not a great idea. So listen to your intuition. Um, but the, the, the neutrality of it, of recognizing and being in your body when you have those neutral intuition experiences. I'd love, I'd love your thoughts on that because I, I know you've done so much, so much more reading and work on that, listening to the, to that voice from the perspective of it's your intuition. Yeah. You know, it's, um, so there's a really great story about the stick or the snake. And I think this is really important, first of all, to assess where you're at, yes. right? Because the the story, and I'm going to butcher it, but I'll give you a high, high level overview is that, you know, a monk and a student were walking in the forest and, you know, one sees a stick and one sees a snake, right? Um, and essentially the, the lesson is really important that the lens of which you, you perceive is going to be how you react, mm. right? Yes. If you are walking in the woods, convinced you're going to see the snake, you're going to see the stick is going to be your snake, right? Yes. And I think we way, way underestimate the power of our lens, right? So from a yogi perspective, it's not just about the relying on the eyesight of our two eyes, but it's cultivating that inner sight as well, the third eye. Right. Um, and what I love, you know, I'm really into sacred geometry is that creates the triangle, right? Mm. Um, so that sacred three, the triplicity of, of really all things wise come in threes. It's very strange, right? Um, or not so strange, but, um, numbers in general, we're fascinated about them on this show. That's for sure. <laughs> we love our numbers and and the, and the connection. I think that's so yeah. true. And you know what, what struck me, um, so we'll go back. I, I've got the link in our text string back and forth to each other when we were talking about the, the snake and the stick and the, the, what strikes me in this whole concept of what you expect is what you're going to see. That's it. Right. That this. And, you know, shame off uh, us when we do that, because it's, it's how, I mean, we do keep ourselves in out of harm's way with this concept. It's, but what the art, what I heard in the article, when I, what I heard, what I read, when I read the article was that the problem is, is that too many of us get stuck in the fight or flight space of, oh my God, it's a snake, it's a snake, it's a snake. And so yeah. we lose, we almost become numb yes, because we start living in that space. And so all of the things that does to our body, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, it just shifts our entire, like our baseline. <laughs> our very, our very phones are designed, you know, we're being constantly triggered all the time. I mean, that's the reason why it's called triggers. Yes. You know, like as a marketer, like how do you, you know, it's just, I'm going to have a sneeze here. But yeah, I mean, like we are being triggered all the time. And so that our systems are just taxed, which is the reason why the antidote to that again is the intentional breathing. I mean, it always comes back to that. 
Yes. That is the way to calm that nervous system, to re-signal re the brain. You are safe. You do not need to fight. You do not need to flight. Yes. You know, and you do not need to fear. And so intentionally breathing is really, is not just about stress release. It's the path forward to reclaiming your true sight. Yes. In yes. yoga, we call this avidya, ignorance, right? Mm. But in a state of ignorance, the veil of our sight is cloudy, it's dirty. And so it really trickles down everything because our information is inherently false. Yes. And we lock into this falseness, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And everything flows from falseness, right? So you're in a perpetual state of ignorance or avidya of, of, of what's hidden. Yes. And, and there's a, one of the other things, like, as you're saying this, I felt like there was this element of our ability to judge a situation, which judging isn't always bad. It's important to, to be able to weigh things, to be able to judge, should I go this discernment way or that way? Is the right word. Discernment. Is, is yes. Discernment is a great word for that. That's a, that's holy language. Um, and that there is this, if we never come back to a neutral place, right? I am my life coach from the early 2000s, Chandel, she does this whole exercise with a glass of clear water and then just a drop of red coloring makes it kind of a pink, but then a couple drops of the red makes it red, right? And so too many people are living in the red zone. This, these outside experiences have colored this water to this like intense red and they live their life in red. And so every judgment, every conversation, yes. um, it kind of reminds me of that, that character in movies where they're running, they're running in red, they're, they're on fire and like somebody bumps them at the airport and they go insane. It's like somebody accidentally bumping you becomes this like major offense. And, and that, that is yeah. the, um, if we don't have that calming energy in our space, if we don't have a partner who helps bring us back down to the clear, if we don't have a sisterhood that links arms around us and says, okay, we're feeling your fury sister. Let us surround you, you know, let's raise the vibration. Let's pray over you. Let's like, let's help you get back to that place of neutral. Like we're constantly living, looking for the next fight. Oh, totally. Uh -oh. And you know, it's, yeah. and like, I have been there this week, right? Because the energy and as impacts, right? We feel all of that stuff, you know, and, you know, part of that um, work is the self study, right? When you know what your baseline is and you're constantly internally reflecting, right? It's about yeah. like, and, and that's kind of where I've been the last few weeks is like trying to like, I'm like, my baseline is, I mean, I am, I am in the, a different zone, right? Because my baseline is actually is, is very neutral. Um, but it's very easy, but so, it, so it's, there's no shame or guilt about it, right? It's about witnessing when you're out so that you can bring back into balance. Yes. Right. The witnessing, witnessing that I feel like I'm hearing that word a lot as well. Right. That the self-awareness and, and again, uh, in more than a body, it was, it was from the perspective of we, we need to stop living our lives 
focused on our bodies being observed and experience life. In this case, it's we need to stop living in this place of, I got to go to the next fight. I got to go to the next fight. Where's the next fight? Where's the next fight? Where's the next fight? To how do I bring myself back down into a space where I can pull a chair up to the table and listen to the words that everyone is speaking, listen to the yelling and the screaming and the wailing that is coming from the, the, the person whose life has been impacted, whose, you know, whose son has been murdered, right? And listen to the other side trying to explain their actions and actually being, of, being the sound mind in the room. And then saying, do I see a snake or do I see a stick? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think that's, that is where there is so much work to be done. And that if, for those of us, again, who aren't on the front lines, who aren't carrying the daily uh, pain and, and fear of what, what's been experienced in, in Minneapolis, what's been experienced, you know, in different areas in Virginia that, or, or in a myriad of other cities and states, uh, but that we can be doing this work on ourselves so that we're ready when it's time, when it's our turn, right? When it's our yeah. turn to be there, to do the linking of arms and, you know, kind of like what, what I'm learning with Reiki, which blows my mind, Molly. I, I am so, I'm so excited that you're doing this. I have to tell you, I, so I love energy work, right? I love the idea that my, uh, my energy can help heal someone else's energy and, and their body and a muscle or whatever it might be, right? It could just be unblocking something. And so I'm, I love, and the, the teacher, the guide is wonderful, um, but she's talking about the ability to actually practice Reiki virtually. Like oh, yeah. distance Reiki is what like it's called. Distance Reiki. Yes, exactly. Exactly mm-hmm. where she is. Exactly what she called it. But how, um, because I guess <laughs> her, the number of people who started taking her course were like, well, should I do this now? Or shall I wait till I can be in person? Yeah. Right. Like she's like, I will give you the symbol for the distance Reiki so that you can, you know? Yes. Yes. And it's a very complicated symbol, actually. This, yes. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet. We haven't gotten Mm -hmm. to like that's coming. Mm -hmm. But this, this whole concept that every day, every week, we have the ability to slow down, to, to focus on what we're experiencing, to put it through filters and the, What's in what's in the filter currently matters. And so yeah. if we're not taking the time to come out of the red and come back into a neutral place. If we're not taking that time, then what she's basically saying is you're actually, um, and I, she didn't use these words. They're the words that I kind of translated, but there's this like pillaging of our purpose. Hmm. Like, because I'm, I'm choosing to not bring myself back to, to come back to a place of focus, to listen to that still small voice in, inside of me saying, you know, go up to that person or text that person or like all of those, all of that, that happens on the daily. And I mean, every 15 minutes or so, like if I'm really paying attention, I'm hearing something. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, the, 
it's hard to discern right between the mind chatter that we always talk about which you know is the what we're the monkey mind yep. that we're trying to calm and quiet versus the inner the voice of the head or the voice of the heart right that's yep. what we're trying to do and trying to learn the language of the heart or see through the eye of the heart yep. as mary magdalene you know and megan waterson always says but i do think that um it is it's a muscle and the more you trust it like with um like even with real estate you know i i think it's one of those things is you, if someone pops in your mind just do it right if if and i i just wanted to reach out you popped into my mind wanted to say hello right that is like the difference between master relationship people versus not is the action of the I hear and I do. And it's not a big concerted effort. All people need is just, I'm thinking of you, you popped into my mind. Hey, yes. or hey, you know, and those are the things that keep us so connected and, and beautiful. So like it, this applies to business, right? Is yes. that cultivated? And I, and almost every single time when I actually follow through on those things, something beautiful ends up coming from it. Or like, oh, I was just thinking of you, I needed this thing and, or it leads to future business or something, right? Um, I, I, so often I hear the, I, I really needed someone to reach out to me today. Yeah. Like that's what I hear back, right? It's mm -hmm. the, how did you know? Cause you're an emotional healer, you know? So yeah. that makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. To me. And, and this is, this is what <laughs> going back to the Reiki thing. This is the part that for, for someone that is, is taking baby steps into understanding, um, understanding this world, I'm like, okay, well, where are all of like, what's the strategy and how am I going to learn all of this? And what am I going to do here? And she's like, like, really, you don't need me. Like, she's like, anyone can do this. I'm yeah. simply going to share with you and guide you through the things that I've learned and the, the triggers that I experienced, but anyone can do this. Like anyone can do yeah, it. It's not a gift, right? It's, yes. It's an opening. It's so, an opening. Same with intuition. It's yeah. not like, ta-da, I tapped yeah. into it. It's like, ta-da, you got it. Well, we all do, right? That's the Christ consciousness. That's that, that's that uh, awakening, right? That we all have kingdom of heaven in our hearts the i just speak for the sake of context for those people out there who are listening to us and they're like what the heck are they talking about reiki is a traditional form of energy work and it is actually starting to be uh incorporated indoctrinated indoctrin incorporated in uh, lots of hospices um it's called like hands work um, it's where people put their hands on you. And the idea is pretty simple that the you open a we all have this energy um, channel within us um, and the the wheels or the the chakra, the energy wheels um, are aligned up our spine. And essentially the um, we're energy beings, you know, but <laughs> when you are a Reiki practitioner, there is no special talent or gift, which is what Deborah is saying. It is an attunement so that you are able to be a clear channel for the energy of the universe to basically realign in its perfection. So disease, right, is something out of accord. Yes. So disease is just an imbalance. So Reiki is about rebalancing. It's not like transmutation or transformation, right? We're not changing, we're rebalancing. Yes. 
And so Reiki practitioners, that's what they're doing is they're rebalancing energies at the yes. highest form. Well, and, and what, what is so beautiful and magical, if you will, is once you, like with everything, once you learn the the feelings that you're looking for, once you learn yeah. for, learn the maybe signs, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, sometimes it can be physical, like somebody's limping or they're holding their shoulder weird, or they, they've have a, just their countenance is very heavy. Like you can see it. So in other words, learning to simply observe others through this filter of how, how may I serve you? Mm -hmm. How, how can what I carry and what I'm learning serve you and make your life better? Right. This, mm -hmm. It's coming from that servant heart place, which I love. And, and usually I'm using my words to do that. And so this journey of finding ways where I can see something and I'm like, I don't have to say a word. I can even just simply cross the street, see what's going on and send it on over. Well, why, but here's, this is important thread thread here though, but why are words healing or why do words harm? Same way with light or it's vibration. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yes. So that's, that's the reason why words matter so much is because we are creating sacred vibrations. Mm, I love that. Right. Through sound. Well, and, and we have consistently over the, the years of our friendship talked about like raising the vibration, whether it's at uh, an Inman conference or, you know, on a zoom, you know, whatever it might be like, just being, being the light in the virtual or the live room, really yeah. just having that, that presence of mind to be there, to be, to be adding goodness. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that there's this new way that in particular, for me, because you know all of this stuff already. However, you're always learning and growing over there too. And I don't mean to say like, oh my gosh, she does it all. No, uh, I don't. But but the, there's this this energy that I believe takes that energy to eleven, and that's the newness of learning something, and oh, yeah. and allowing, and that's really where that second affirmation. So the one uh, we talked about the one from last week, but this week's was really about taking action towards completing our goals or like, where am I going? What do I want to do? Is it, is it, it could be gardening. It could be learning Reiki. It could be learning to slow down your mind. It could be learning to breathe. Right. Or, like or playing a steel tongue drum, or playing the steel tongue drum. Right. <laughs> but the, but the, the part that comes after that statement, right? Like I am taking action, right? Cause we, we need to take action if we want to do things like we can't, we can't just manifest them and do, we have to plant the seeds. We have to nurture the earth. We have to water it. Right. Right. The acorn, right. Yes. It can't be unless it has the right conditions. Correct. And in this case, the mind is what needs to have the right conditions, right. Yeah. In order for us to take action and to live our purpose, um, out loud and on purpose, right. To, yeah. to be able to do all that we're here to do that, that our sacred contract is right. And yeah. we're all being aware. It, a big part of that is having a focused, clear mind. 
And, yes, yeah. and what I, I hear from you every single week, Molly, in whether it's when we're breathing, right? The, uh, or when we're meditating, the intention, like you are always reminding us about the intention. And that's why the breathing with the hand is my favorite mm. because it really makes me focus. Mm -hmm. And well, and there's power in mudras too, right? So you're like, you know, any kind of mudra into the mix, you know, it's a, it's another 11, right? Yeah. So Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, and that, that leads to kind of that little, that the final blurb inside the, the affirmation. So it starts off, I am taking action towards completing my goals. Right. And then my mind is focused and clear, but that last sentence, which is where I feel um, like we give each other energy is that the creativity easily flows through me, yeah. right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to yeah. let it flow through me because I've now experienced that as I have clarity of thought and mind, and I'm making sure that my filter is not gunky. That that creativity it expands every single time I allow it to come in and go out. It's like even more stunning. The yeah. clarity is even more stunning. I mean, it, we humans are so amazing. Yeah, fully human, fully divine. It's the yes. it's you know anthropo. That thing I think that is popping into my mind um, is you know as you know we seek and search, um, you know. What happens though is you do get locked into it's it's easy to get locked into the poles, right? Mm. So as you become the light, there is darkness, right? And not one is not good or one is not bad, but they are the same, um, equal and opposite of the um of the whole, right? And I do think that yeah. it's very easy because we have good girl mentality, right? And mm. it's like, when you have light, you have dark too. It's not fully light, it's both, right? That is the, yes. the wisdom of the yin and the yang too, not just the, the that balance. That's the, the, the world is held that way, right? Yes. Well, and I think that we, um, I don't know why we weren't taught that. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing if I were to slow down and really think through it, there's, it's more about the power over how I'm experiencing, oh, totally, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in, in, and from many directions, right. Like, uh, oh, yeah. we, we live in a, a, a masculine a energy. Yeah. Yeah. And well, what's interesting is one of the things, so I was listening to a, a podcast today on my walk and it was, um, I can't remember her, what she calls herself, <laughs> but I remember thinking, oh, that's clever. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like a, an as, astrologist or anything like that, but it was a, a like a divine reader of uh, the world's energy or something like that. Like <laughs> it was just very sweet and it, and it was different. And so it just, it, it, it delighted me. Right. Oh, I love that. But where she, uh, she was talking about this, um, this space oh. that we, we all hold ourselves in that we absolutely need to set ourselves free from, but it is so cozy and it is so known. Um, and she was, she, I guess this, I, I, I've just happened upon the podcast, but it sounds like people kind of message her and leave voicemails and ask her questions. And then she plays the voicemail and answers the question. 
right? And That's I love fun. it. I love that. I do too. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, how can I do that on, on the show? We like, don't even have voice messages anymore. Oh yeah, I guess we do. I just never listen to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't listen to voice message. I won't <laughs> listen to it. Oh, right. It's so funny. Um, guys, I thought the same thing, but I thought I would do it for this kind of, you know, like the, but it's anyways, I'm digressing. So th- this, this, this gala is, oh, oh, I know why I found it because I was l- looking for um, a, another book or something to talk about the difference between um, f- fear and intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this gal does have, like, she does, she reads charts, but she also has like, I don't know, umpteen PhDs or whatever. So she's just, she's a brainiac, uh, like spiritual scientist maybe is a great, great word for her. Um, but so she's, she's talking about like when, okay, well you were born on this date and that means that, you know, you were a full moon baby. So she's talking to this gal and she's talking about she's full moon baby and about how that means that her emotions are stronger and, and how each one of us, we have a unique way of, of filtering everything that's happening to us. And if, if we don't get past how we filtered things when we were seven or eight or even 18 or 19, Mm -hmm. that that is a pattern we must break as adults because we created those patterns when our brains were not fully developed. Oh yeah. That's know thyself. Know all of those things, not just your sun sign, but your moon sign, your ascendant. Yeah. You know, what kind of moon you were born under, right? Because it all matters. I mean, and it's not just that stuff, your natal chart stuff, but it's, you know, it's, it's that, it's that really question everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, For, for that's, it's, that's a stretch for me, right? Because, Mm -hmm. um, being raised in a fairly conservative Christian, like community, right? Where like the women could serve, in the kitchen or the kids. Yeah. They weren't, I don't know if that um, denomination allows women to speak, but they didn't, weren't even allowed to speak. Like they couldn't read scripture. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I've talked about that before, but, but in that community, like the, the idea of even reading your horoscope was like a little dirty, like that's a sin or, or that's dark magic or, and so it's it, like, I still feel that little tinge, right? Like I'm still trying to break free from some of the, some of those shackles, if you will, yeah. <laughs> that, that are, that told me that this beautiful divine alignment that God created up there. <laughs> like, well, and why would that be? I I don't understand the darkness of that, right? Like, yeah. well, if there's there's some there's probably one scripture in the Bible that says, you know, don't do this, and the conservative right was like, it's a sin, right? Just how they are with everything else, where there's one scripture, right? Except yeah. for things well, like tattoos. That now, you know, all the mega churches pastors have tattoos, so that's okay now. <laughs> I know. Well, that it, these these are not the books that were shoved away and hidden in alabaster jars and caves so that people could find them. These are the things that made it on the, um, the, that made the cut, which means that I'm not really interested in that stuff, right? Like, well, and, <laughs> I want to know the stuff they cared so much about that they hid with such care and passion and love. Yes. Right? Yes. The, the, the rogue monks, 
the rogue monks. The rogue Those monks. Well, you know, it's it's been really interesting. Uh, I know our our community has heard us talk about Megan Watterson a billion times. Love her. Uh, and you know, she she introduced us to this different way of looking at what you know we learned biblically as the like the seven deadly sins. Yeah, the seven powers. And and about how actually if you read about it and you don't just listen to someone else translating it for you, mm -hmm. um, you do start to see that it actually is more about the, the seven powers of ego and that, yes, there are some similarities. However, questioning everything, as you said before, which we're huge fans of here. Uh, and more so every day that yeah. the um, I, Andrew and I, so this is so funny. Uh, so I was talking to him about, you know, the gospel of Mary Magdalene. And we're talking about, um, you know, Philip and, and we're discussing this and going back and forth. And he's like, I want to see what else is out there. And so he starts Googling and he gets this, he finds this one website. And it, I think I actually sent you the link because the list of the scriptures and it includes things like thunder perfect mind and mm -hmm. and some of the other um more maybe um songs or hymns mm -hmm. we don't know exactly how they were using them but includes yeah. a lot of things like that as well yeah and he's reading it and he's like this here this experience that's the experience i had with god like this one right here this like almost like ethereal light this feeling like, why would they leave that out? I'm like, baby, they couldn't control it. Like, how do you control? Like, charge you for it, like, you know? Yeah, they could. There's no, there's, there's no power over. No tax. All that. No toll. Like, it's just, but he's now on this amazing journey of reading. I mean, he's, he's not a reader. Like, he's not somebody who picks up books and reads. He, like, he's marveled at the number of, of books that, you know, we go through on the show. He's like, oh yeah, I can't, wait, I can't believe it. But these or books, devours. yes, devours. Devours. <laughs> but he is loving, like, and some of them he's like, this is really wackadoodle. Like what he's reading. And in this specific site has like three different translations of each verse. Like oh, yeah. so three different trans. And he's like, this, like, why? why oh why did they keep this from us and i'm like it doesn't really matter why because no, we are here now it's unfolding as it should okay i'm gonna drop a, a really good thing if he's ready to dive into it it's yogananda has a two-part series it's each one is like this thick christ consciousness yogananda yogananda christ consciousness it's a beast it took me years to get through um and it is parallel it the Yoga Sutras um, and, you know, Yama Niyama as it relates to sacred texts of all religions and paralleling with the yoga teachings. Um, mm. It is absolutely, um, it lists like all of the texts and how they're all like telling this, like giving you a piece of the same story. So it's not an easy, it's not an easy read. Um, it's a morning read, not a nighttime read in bed. <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think what's been so magical about the these last several months in particular, but the last few years of us, you know, digging and asking questions and and not more so me having you know, to break through the layers of fear, like 
or, or potential judgment, right? Like, Ooh, geez. What will somebody think if I say that to now being on the other side of that going, it doesn't matter because you don't have to accept me or love me or, or believe me for me to accept love and believe myself. (laughs) Like that's like that's not that is and we not. can all have a different opinion. The truth is because our lenses are truly different and our yes. and our experiences are different and our and our learnings are different. And so we don't have to actually see it the same way to see each other still. Yes. Well, and and this this idea that we keep hearing over and over again, whether it's with Megan Watterson or um Elizabeth Lesser went in when she was teaching us about um this the caring of the, through the generations, this Cassandra speaks or, 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 or re- more so like Cassandra speaks, no one listens, right? Like you start to see these red threads of what you've learned and what, what you've accepted, but that's never been acceptable your whole life. It, but it, it's, there's no shame in, because I did it that way. I don't have to do that way tomorrow. And, and because I believed that yesterday doesn't mean I can't change my mind and I can't shift this way or like, what we learned about not living in the moment being a version of, of death. Yeah. Right. This, this idea. And then when you start to look at the scripture through that lens and, and when Christ talks about resurrecting, you're like, Oh, like you, you it's, it, it's, it used to be like, it was so black and white. Like when I, you hear like the resurrect, not, I'm not talking about the three days after Christ died. I'm not, that's, I'm talking yeah. about well before that, when he was talking about like, you must die unto yourself. Like this concept, like I thought like you must die. No, it's your body, like, body awareness. It's unbelievable. Like exactly. It's like all of a sudden you have these moments where you're like, simply because that's what I learned. Doesn't mean I can't learn something else. It doesn't mean I can't unlearn what I've learned as well. Even if I don't have something to replace what I've uh, what I learned, I can still unlearn it and create the space for the new thing to flow in. Well, and here's the thing: is in our glorious Frankies and flaming red hair and you know gray, you know we get to be the crazy aunties. Yeah. And you know what? It's fine because we're gonna link arms with all the other crazy aunties and the not so crazy ones yet who aren't quite there, but they know and they kind of want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. because that's that's what we do as women right like we come together yes and we can actually create the circles and mm-hmm. and that is you know i think that's part of is letting that guard down you know unblocking the channel to flow and our biggest block is fear you know fear, it's fear fear yes and um it's washed away mm-hmm. one of these days we'll do a uh distance Reiki. We'll do actually a group Reiki and there are participants. We can see if anybody's feeling anything. Oh, I love that. The last little piece that I, you know, we'll leave with before we do our meditation is the, um, you know, for me, intuition or spirit feels like a tingle, mm-hmm. like literally on the skin, Yes. you know, and, and like, when we think about sacred language and when we're together and something resonates as true, like, Oh, I have shivers. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, yes, yes, you yes. know, again, seeding that idea when we have the shivers, you know, that that is a very first way to start saying to our intuition, our inner guru, mm-hmm. right. I hear you. Yes. I feel you. 
Yes. I see you and I trust you. And that you is that that's that's inside, right? Yes, yes. yes. It's not, not separate. Yeah. Yes. We are looking in for our own inner guru. I love so that. So it doesn't exist outside of us. That's so beautiful. Okay, before we we uh, like meditate out, <clears throat> I have to we have to celebrate that it's lesbian visibility week. I don't know oh, if you knew this lesbian. or not. Did you know I that? Okay. You know what? No. <laughs> so it's all about celebrating the lesbians in your life. And so I celebrated my sister yesterday. So I'm celebrating oh. you today. Woo! Oh, yay. And I have the funny, funniest story to read you because okay. they're all over the internet. <laughs> I feel like I'm having like a birthday party or something. Well, it's, you know, it is, it's, you know, generations from now, there will be no more coming out. So it, it will just be what it is. So let, yeah. let us, let us highlight and shine a light. <clears throat> so this woman posts this story because everyone's sharing their, these crazy stories about um, uh, the the wildest lesbian stories. So this woman <laughs> shares the story. Um, Things just transpired in my household that are equal parts offensive and hilarious. Here it goes. So my roommate Dale has a girlfriend who does not live with us, but she's here all the time. So Sunday when my girlfriend was here. Now the woman, there's a woman writing this. So that's the lesbian red thread. Um, when my girlfriend was here, we were on the couch and we kissed. Scandalous, I know. And she saw it. The girlfriend saw us kissing. I'm pretty sure this is the first time she's seen us be affectionate, but that's neither here nor there. So today she tells Dale, my roommate, she's uncomfortable here and wants him to move out because she thinks me and my lady are going to hit on her or something. She doesn't, <laughs> it, gets, it gets better. She doesn't like living with lesbians because it's not normal. So now I'm pissed. Then Dale goes on and says, well, this is what I said to her. Well, you don't live here, so it shouldn't be a problem. Just stop coming over. We love Dale. <laughs> we love Dale. It gets better. Things escalated and Dale is trying to break up with her but she won't leave our house. She's locked herself in Dale's room now. So Dale barges in my room wearing a bathrobe and goes, call every lesbian you know, we're smoking this bitch out. <laughs> then turns around, whips his robe like a cape and says, <clears throat> yep, that's the story of how there are eight lesbians climbing through the window of Dale's room right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dale is a hero and he should have a big S on his bathrobe for superhero. So as you can imagine, all of the conversation underneath this, this one tweet hmm. for, for Lesbian Visibility Week is amazing. And you know me and my um, love of being a human jukebox. What song do you think came to mind immediately after hearing that song, that, that story? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. My musical repertoire is weak. She is um, a lesbian, the woman who sings it. Oh, closer to five? <laughs> oh, I wish. No. Um, <laughs> come to my window. Oh, I love Melissa. Hi, Melissa Etheridge. I was I like, this that. is the perfect song for this story. And, and I love that. And how, and so there's all these people, um, you know, coming around mm -hmm. and of course, loving on Dale, <laughs> like you are, right? Like, yeah. oh, we all need a hero. And then there's yeah. this other side that's like, who? are these people like who think that you know the lesbians are gonna turn you out the fact that they even said they gotta smoke her out makes the, all of those people my favorites you know like we gotta yes well yeah. and and this idea um that it was 
there was no question in Dale's mind that he was getting rid of this gal because she was yeah. like afraid that what being a lesbian is catchy. <laughs> hey, it's it happens all the time. And as a lesbian, um, I can assure all of the um, straight women out there that it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm serious about this. It's an energy thing. So if yeah. you aren't a lesbian, you don't actually like exude the pheromones or something. So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's something we're very, very safe. That's so. so funny. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Anyways, I thought that was just a fun come around kumbaya. We all have each other's backs. And when when someone steps into the lioness pride, who's like mm -hmm. freaking out because things aren't normal out the yeah. window she goes <laughs> out the window she goes with gracious and gratitude yes. and unconditional love we, yes. we wrap her in pink love and pink light and we say bye-bye <laughs> yes. i wish there was like a reiki symbol that you know <laughs> i don't know maybe there is and i just haven't learned it yet um, <laughs> i don't know it i don't i don't know it either but i think um it's i i'm very thankful that we have this place and this space. Miss um, Lizzie is telling me, it's time for dinner, mama. Meditate, meditate. <laughs> Breathe Let's yourself out. <laughs> Let's do it. We're gonna, we're gonna just, um, again, and these meditations, they're very, very brief, right? We're not doing full meditations. Um, you know, it, these are just little like snippets so that you can start to create a framework um, start to get comfortable with the language and the process and the steps so that you can begin um, to have a curiosity and develop a deeper meditation practice at your own pace. Mm. Right. So I just kind of want to set that framework because, um, you know, it's they're quick little snippets. Yes. Um, I don't need we don't need to have um, it can start there. Right. Yes. So finding that comfortable seat, rooting through the feet, lifting in the crown. Starting to deepen the breath. Three full breaths. I'm fully human. Feeling the skin. In breath, I'm fully divine. Honoring the inner guru. And I am both. Third breath. The unity of this knowledge. We're going to bring our awareness to our mental screen. And first, just bear witness to whatever mental imagery comes into the mind's eye. And as the, whatever shapes or colors or whatever you see, just name it and imagine plucking it from the mental screen and dropping it into the river and releasing it. We're not frustrated with anything showing up. We're not discouraged by an active mind. We're just tuning in and bearing witness. And then applying curiosity and releasing. And now pulling that energy of the body back into the, the center. So Imagine almost like your energy and then pulling it into that single-minded focus at the space between your brows. So we're contracting the energy out. So not expanding it externally. We're pulling it inward. 
And then we're going to try to drop that awareness into the space in the middle of our chest, our heart center, the seat of the soul. while we're here just lingering for a moment just whatever words feel most right to you just acknowledge that inner guru that heart the love maybe it's the mother uh the, the energy of, of mary mother mother mary the virgin mary maybe it's the energy of mary magdalene maybe it's christ's energy maybe it's buddha energy whatever that is right it's it's knowing that there's something sacred in the center here. And then pull the awareness back into the space between the brows. And then exhale release. Slowly open the eyes. So good. Oh and it doesn't really matter, right? The words you choose. And this is part of the shackles of our limited language, right? Yeah. Is the mind is a processor of good and bad, good and bad, good and bad, good and bad, right? And so if that was happening for you, you know, and you felt the shackles of shame or fear creeping in, like this is dangerous, right? Mm. You know, just journal that explore that look into that right there isn't i don't we don't have your answers for you but if you journal and you study you will find your own answers seek and you shall find yes. that is the promise right yes it's so beautiful and it is the season of all of the birdies right outside my window and so during the meditation i was hearing four different kinds of birds outside Hmm, they're having a little chit chat. A little chit chat, totally. They're a little coffee clutch outside. <laughs> um, and it just reminded me yet again of how nature can help center us if we allow it, right? Like I, I could have chosen to be irritated that they're, they're like their sounds were coming in the middle of my meditation. Instead, I was like, guide me, little birdie tweet. Like, <laughs> Where yeah, shall we right. go? And I literally, I think I have to go back and watch the video, but there was this part where I was like, I felt like I was watching the bird kind of like fly over the river, mm. <laughs> river in my room. <laughs> but I was like, ta-da, like that's the beauty of guided meditation, right? When Well, you just gave me a shiver. So I don't know why that was, but um, yeah. there was something beautiful about that. It, yeah. it gave me a shiver, so. Mm shivers what do you oh, oh i don't you know, oh, i don't know where lizzie yeah. has gone she's 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 slow she's, she's like crumpling I, her out out somehow. I know seriously oh my goodness thank you so much for an amazing conversation i loved today i i love every tuesday but i really love today um thank you to everybody who is here we'll we'll hop into the the notes over the next few days and drop in some of those links and to the books and the all of the things that we love to talk about so that we can engage. If there's something that you want to share with us that was related to things, voicemail. Don't, oh yes, we've learned don't leave. 
Molly a voicemail. And if you leave me a voicemail you want us to play on the show, then text me afterwards and tell me that you left me a voicemail. I need the technology for the technology. Yes, I need the technology for the technology. Totally. All right, everyone. We will see you next week. It will be May. I'm going to say that again. It'll be May. I know. Next week. The fifth month of the year. So I don't know anything about fives, but I can't believe it's already the fifth month. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Until then, everyone, have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for watching the replay. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Mwah. See you next week. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace.